Welcome to the Strongman Say podcast episode something. Um, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> episode to. more than three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Longer than I thought this would yeah, go. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about or do a bit of a wrap up of 2022 and the strongman scene, maybe give some highlights, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but before we kick that off, middleweight series that we competed at last weekend, uh, how did you feel like you went? What did you think of the comp? Uh, hit us with your feedback, thoughts. Um, I went probably about as good as I could. Training-wise, I was training for Vicks, not that. Yeah. So it was very much a go in and wing it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I messed anything up. I think I got more reps on the deadlift than what I would have wanted. Yeah. Or tried for? I think you're being but modest. I think you did excellent. I think you performed yeah. very well. I think you executed very well. Yeah. Stone still annoys me. Yeah. Well, 90 but stone should probably be there. It either is or it isn't. Yeah, it's a number. With two attempts, Yeah, I can either manage it through my knees yeah. and make it work, or I just mistime it. Like, it comes off the ground easy. Yeah. Gets to my knees, and I'm like, it's in the wrong spot. It's just that size thing when it gets yeah. to that. And yeah, and I can't do anything with it there besides drop it and try again. Yeah. Because we had two attempts, and I haven't trained stones. You didn't have the groove. Yeah, you didn't like have have the kind of feel thing or nowhere. No, like just that small amount of work where you kind of start to get a little bit better, like understanding of like the size and how to manage it through that, like or the desire to really do it. <laughs> yeah, <or that. laughs> like I wanted to do it, yeah. but at the same time, I was like, I'll just do one sixty, one seventy, one eighty, and then yeah. you're done. Yeah. And then I think Sam couldn't get 170, and I'm like, all right, so I've won the event. Yeah. All the 105s are doing 190. May as well have a crack. I have a crack. 190. Yeah. But didn't have the intention of actually yeah. doing that. Yeah. Last minute call. I mean, the good thing is having trained for Vix, which was quite heavy, and then having a few weeks just to dial a few things in for the middleweight series, which was, I mean, not overall, actually, not that light, but still a far lighter competition. Yeah. Um, an easier competition to kind of jump into. And wing it a little bit more, I think. It was a lighter competition, but it was very fast. Yeah. So, it was. yeah. Yeah. If you're strong, but you're not quick or you screwed up, mm. it would have cost you a lot of points. Yeah. Totally agree. So, just different format. Um, heaps of fun, though. Quick comp, done in five hours. Yeah. My favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I loved it. I hate a long, drawn out comp. I had a really good time. I yeah. enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed the competition. You had 10 minutes to sit there, and then yeah. it was like warm up for the next event, yeah. go out, bang, straight yeah. through. And it just went like that. Yeah, Josh ran a really great, great comp. They yeah. ran a really efficient comp. I mean, that's also the benefit of having like low competitor numbers. Like yep. the, the beauty of the middleweight series, and that's I guess what it was designed around, which was giving a chance for those middleweight series to kind of sh like middleweight classes to shine on their own. Yep. Is that it is a faster competition. It is like in and out, done. There's 20 people or so. Yep. That so makes it easier. <coughs> Bless you. you good? You. <laughs> Right into the microphone. I might have another one. <laughs> no, I'm good. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah, funny that with a comp, you have less people, more time. It can be like more time for those people to warm up yeah. properly. Less people to focus on from a spectator point of view and a quicker yep. comp. Yeah. It's more exciting. It makes it more exciting from a competitor. Uh, from Anyone a watching the live stream actually yeah. had their, what day did we do it? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, they actually had a Saturday to do something. Yeah. I've yep. watched comps on live streams and I'm working between it and I'm like, oh, I'll come back in an hour because yeah. the two will be on. Yeah. And then at 6 p.m. I'm still watching it. 
Yeah. With big breaks in between to like set up events. So I get it. It's not feasible long term yep. for promoters. Yeah. Um, like middleweight series here, we lost money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're putting on money and I, I love the middleweight series idea and concept because obviously I'm a middleweight competitor. Yep. Um, and like we said, as from a competitor standpoint, way better, more fun, uh, small groups, quicker days, uh, more interesting comp for spectators because it's not super, super long. Yep. Um, but when you have 20 people paying registration for a competition, you're yeah. closing a gym for a day, you're getting like, well, we got fencing done, we do everything else for it. Uh, it's not really a feasible thing for like promoters or gym owners to be able to put on on a regular basis. I think you do it, it's a labour of love versus... Yeah. I mean, we don't make heaps of comp uh, money from any comps, really, but like at least you're not in the negative. Like yeah. That's usually... The only way I could think about doing it was you split a comp up into two-day comps and have two half days. Yeah. But then if you're in a car park or you're at somewhere that you're renting or a space. Yeah, totally. And then yep. you have the potential spectators yep. because most spectators are friends and family. Yeah, exactly. Coming for certain things. And then like you yeah. also think about um, if you're working in a gym, you're closing a gym for two days to members as yep. well. So there's, it's a hard balance to make in terms of what's feasible from like a promoter or like what makes it possible for promoters to keep doing this and keep giving or like trying to create opportunities for people in the sport yep. to compete, you know, having both sides of the coin here. Yeah. But I, then also what the competitors want or what, what's great from a spectator or competitor yep. point of view. Yeah. I get it. When the American nationals had yep. four or 500 people. Yeah. Huge. And had 13 lanes and 13 mm -hmm. like, doubles of equipment yep. for warm-ups and everyone's like that's so much stuff and it's like yeah but they're getting like what a hundred dollars per competitor yeah for the yep. comp and then you just add that up times the amount of people doing Plus it maybe sponsorship money and stuff for a big Plus comp. federation rego yeah yep. and i'm like okay that's where they've got their money to actually yeah. do cool stuff for so sure. i get both sides yeah i kind of if you want yeah. cool stuff and cool comps you kind of need like a people lot of, always, a lot of people people complain about the registration thing and it's like well there's a reason for it right like you think that like, oh, you know, it's a hundred dollars to just do the competition. Like a hundred dollars doesn't go to fucking shit. Mm. Like a hundred dollars doesn't actually get you very far for like what you actually want to be doing for your competition and yep. like making warm up equipment or getting warm up equipment in and having like the equipment it depends on like what level the competition is. But um, yeah, I think that like, if you want cool competitions like that, they could potentially fund those like, passion projects yeah you know what i mean but you need a business behind it or you need like big competitions to be able to like pull money in for the actual federation to be yeah, able and to then do feed it things. into something else potentially yeah yeah everything else like you want to do one gpc comp yeah you have to pay to join up you want to do an yeah, fbb comp you have to pay to yeah join up. definitely i was salty at it when it was only the arnold's yeah and you had, yeah, to, and like you had to pay a membership for that like, yeah and then it's like that's literally the only comp we've got yeah everything else yeah, was while we're paying reg fee, if there's yeah. like one comp a year that we're so it's basically just two hundred fifty dollars to do the Arnold's. Yep. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Which is why I'd always take like three extra shirts. Yeah. Well, before <laughs> before Aaron caught on, <laughs> Aaron caught on to it years later. <laughs> Lee's the guy at the buffet with like the glad bags in his pockets, just yeah. like filling them up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I got a shirt to actually wear for the comp, and then I've got a shirt I can cut into a singlet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can crop this shirt. Yeah. It's like take your three day pass. I'm like, okay, that one can go to a friend, <laughs> so they can just stroll on in. Yeah, yeah. I was bad for that. Where? Not terrible, but like... <laughs> Sounds like it. 
within reason. I'm just getting my value, please. Yeah, Thank you within very much. reason. Yeah. Um, no, so I used to turn up the day before the Friday. So I'd weigh in the Friday. Mm. Friday would have all the 64s and that'd be the first day of the expo. Yeah. I'd weigh in that morning and the scales and everything and all that setup was usually packed away. Yeah. While all the booths and stuff were setting up on Thursday. Yeah. Um, so it was like two different years. One year, Ange was in there setting up for the strongman. Yeah. You know, that does all the commentating. Yeah, yeah. Simone guy. Yeah. Um, so I said to him, I'm like, can I just come in and check up my weight on the scales? He's like, yeah, we can do that. Put like a high-vis vest on, go in while all the booths are setting <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> check the scales, look at the equipment. I'm like, okay, that's where that is. That's where that is. Cool. I'll yeah. go home can, and keep can losing I, weight. Can I touch that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, mm, don't like that. <laughs> can we get these taped tomorrow? <laughs> Just plant the seed. Yeah. Um, do you know if like ASA or AS, do, they, do you have to be a member to do a novice comp? I think that's what's changing in the next year. Okay. You don't have to be or you do have to be? I think it's a once off yeah. for the comp. Sure. I think it might be a $20. Oh, like a cost. small, like, yeah, like yeah. a small, like it's like $80 to the comp and like a $20, yep. like, yeah. Because I, I was just curious when we were talking about that. I was just thinking, I don't know where the ASA do. I don't know. Because I mean, with gym comps, yeah. I mean, like when a gym runs a comp, it's like, cool, come along, do a comp, it's 80 bucks, have yep. fun. And it's very easy. But I mean, I can see that that would be a barrier for people who are just wanting to try it out. Yeah, new, like new people in the sport that go, I want to jump in a comp, and they go, well, it's 80 bucks here, it's 120 yeah, yeah. bucks there. Yeah. But then you're a member for a year, and it's like, I don't know whether I want to be a member for a year. Yeah. Like, I just want to try it. Not many um, people last a year in the sport. <laughs> yeah. Not true. really. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I was just curious, because mm. I obviously haven't been a novice for a while, so I wasn't too sure. I don't know. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Have you um, paid for a comp lately? Yeah, I was paid for a comp. Okay. <laughs> what do you think this is? I uh, thought you got special treatment. Uh, no. <laughs> I pay registration. Yeah. I pay. I pay my comp fees. No, no special like treatment for you. Don't uh, no, no, there's no red carpet either. Pays, pays for his trophies. Yeah, I pay for my own trophies. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Um, but yeah, back to Chronicle. Yeah, round three. Yes. Um, the gym is huge. Gyms are rad. I really Way like bigger the than gym. I thought. Yeah. It yeah. looks like a giant, it looks like it used to be a car dealership place that just stretches <laughs> yeah. all the way down the back and it's just got big showrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is really cool. If you're in Wagga, go check out that gym. I'm super impressed. The front section's got like yeah. what looks like where you sit down and sell cars with people. Yeah. <laughs> and then that powerlifting section that's air looks like a garage the, the, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the back would be like the, the, wor- uh, the work, no, the, oh, workshop, the workshop, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, huge big powerlifting thing at yep. the front that nobody saw on videos. The yes. stones were held in that big strong The middle section area. was really cool. A warm-up area, kind of like outside-ish. Is half I open. really, really like. Yeah, like back half the next open. day and I was in the sun. Yeah, that's a really yep. nice area to train. And then the back area is the CrossFit area, which is yep. huge. So, you know um, the back wall? Yeah. That drops down in that back area? Yes. Yeah, false wall. False wall. Yeah, I was talking to Josh. Pull that out and it's like double. Yeah, Josh and I were talking about like our fit out and stuff like that. Because he's got some really cool plans with that kind of like front mm. area. Sorry, Josh, if I'm, you know, giving the people a little bit of a... <laughs> but What's he's got some on? really cool plans for that gym as well. So, I think like next time we go back there, it'll be even cooler. Yep. Which is rad. Yeah. Um, How do you yeah. think you went in the comp? How do I think I went? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, basically perfect. Um, besides deadlift strap, 
I, I think uh, I got cocky and like that's that's probably not unheard of. Um, <laughs> I had uh, I was using the liquid chalk, right? Yep. And I was like, oh, that'll be fine. And I did some warmth and stuff out the back and it felt all sweet. And I did like 210 and I was like, cool, no worries. And I just went out there. I didn't really chalk my hands or anything like that. Yeah. And I like did the first one. I was like, oh, that's a bit slippery actually. And you know, like with the liquid chalk, you kind of like start to see, like leave you, you start to sweat and stuff. I don't know, bro. You just see it in the pores. But like, obviously I've done that plenty of times. So I was absolutely <laughs> chilled with it. I walked out and put my straps up the back and I was like, I don't think I'll need them, but like just in case. And I'm so yep. glad I did because I could have bombed that event real bad because yep. that second bar got there and just the bar slipped out of my hands. So the first two are like the thicker axles. Yeah. And then it goes mm-hmm. onto the barbells. Um, so if there was like a strong man walk of shame, <laughs> not being able to hold onto the axle and having to run up the front At to collect like your 242, straps. 242, like it's so light. Yeah. If there was a walk of shame for like a deadlift event, that's it. <laughs> walk back to get the straps. The positive thing is, even if that was like a fierce competition, right? And I fucked that up. I still back myself to rip through those next three <laughs> bars, and like, still quick and on with reps. and with like thirty seconds, I could do fucking eight reps at that weight. You yeah, know? maybe not eight. My two ninety is heavy, but yep. definitely like I could probably still beat most people with a fuck up in the strap run yep. on that last bar. So I wasn't too worried, and then the next three bars were fine. But yep. um, yeah, I was really happy. Like my sandbags are really good. Um, the winning the Zergia was cool, just because I didn't back myself. Like, that's anyone's event. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't really feel like... Like, I was stoked to win that event, but I just kind of feel like that's an event where, like, there's just so many variables. It's just kind of up in the air. Yeah, like, I went earlier on and then got done by... Yeah, and it's like... And then, like, point two is, like, a timing error. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's a timing error, but, like, it's... it's Everyone's just that close on a It's very close, right? It's a speed event. It's 10 metres. It's very hard. So, I was happy to win that. Um, I don't think I could just play and run that far that quick. Yeah, like if you just set me up to yeah. run, I probably wouldn't try that hard. Yeah, um, I was really happy with my overheads; they felt really good. Um, dumbbell snatches felt good. Axle clean and press that like um, power clean transition thing saves your was, elbow. Yeah, saves my elbow, my forearm a little bit, which is kind of nice. And then the axle felt really good. So like the continental clean on that second was sweet. Started with the dumbbell because I knew the dumbbell would be easier because I only yep. needed five. Stones felt really good considering I hadn't trained them for so long. Their stones felt nicer than ours too. Um, um, From what I can tell, our setup is one of the worst yeah. in terms of how <laughs> sticky the stones are yeah, and how yeah. sticky the floor is. Yeah. Um, I think it's Everyone purely, that comes here is just like it won't come off yeah. the ground. I think it's purely no one else would get so much use in their stone section though. I think a lot of other people clean them, whereas yeah, most of the maybe. people that we have here are way too lazy. I don't reckon a lot of people clean Plus, it. Plus, the reason ours is so bad is because we had a handful of people, not naming names, we've had a good chunk of people that are new to the sport yeah, that couldn't pick up stones, yeah. that went, more is better. Yeah, more tacky is better. And sure. the amount of times, like me, Vernon, you kept saying, stop putting on so much tacky, and yeah. they're like, oh, who was it? Uh I can't remember which one. Not naming names. Not naming <laughs> Who names. Who was it actually? <laughs> no. Um, they were like, yeah, Vernon said about like putting on less tacky because like if you can't pick it up, more tacky is not going to help you. No, well, you just slide. And they were like, I don't give a fuck what he says. If I put more on and it comes off the ground, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, this is why we have tacky everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere, like all through the mats. Like yeah. that whole area is 
It's I do think though now. we also have more people in our gym. It's like our sandbags break, and like no one else has probably replaced as many sandbags that we have. Yeah, I feel like our equipment gets abused the most because we probably have the most competitors at those weights. Yeah, the people that getting we do the most have doing stones are always doing that yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, type like those of group same of like, weights. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but uh, yes, people were very liberal with tacky. Yeah, <laughs> you can see handprints <laughs> yes. when you can see a handprint. It's liberal. It's fun. It's fine. And it's cold and winter down here. Yeah. Like it's not <laughs> melting and slipping. <laughs> yeah. It's doing the opposite. It's turning to plastic. Oh yeah. Joys of owning a strong man, Jim. So um anyway, the stones were great. They mm. felt good. Uh I hadn't really trained them much at all. But like one ninety felt really comfortable. Uh two ten. I don't think I would have got it anyway, to be fair, because I haven't trained it. But yep. um it was out in the sun as soon as I went to pick it up like I just yeah. sliding do you know what I mean like your tacky's just like a little bit warm on there they don't have like real good purchase so um, it's a really nice excuse to have um, great excuse because if it was cool it was a cold stone and I still didn't get it then you're I would also just the, be shit you're also the second person to attempt it so it actually did have a little bit more tacky yeah well I pre-tacked it too oh yeah but it was like it's warm like it slides but yeah anyway that was middleweight series three uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> We both did good. Actually, just a quick note, because it's not all about us. It is, but, you know. Um, <laughs> this is. Yeah, this is. This, this is, is our hour. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is us. <laughs> um, uh, really impressed with the standard of some of the guys. Yeah. Uh, really, really stoked to see some good competitors coming through. Guys that, like, I didn't even have on, my, like, a radar. Yeah. To imagine know them. They're not, like, big on Instagram and stuff like that. And, obviously, that COVID bubble has seen, like, a few competitors come out of the woodwork now. The comps are back on and you're like, oh, shit. Like, you're going to be good. Um, yeah, I like going to a comp and not seeing, like, knowing people, like, seeing names that I haven't yeah. seen before. And yeah. then you do the comp and you're like, oh, they're actually doing really well. Like, yeah, seriously. Give them a little bit more time. Yeah, 100%. And, I think, and hungry. Yeah, and hungry. I like seeing people yeah, that yeah, are really yeah, hungry. hungry for it and really want to send it. I mean, in the 105s, for example... The static strength, and I think this is the same in the 90s, the static strength is the thing that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Like the static te- static strength takes time to build and cultivate because it's just more time. Yeah. Right? You can't really like get too much further than what you're able to get yeah. out of each block. But um, moving like the sandbags, like when mm. I, uh, man, I couldn't pick up a 140 sandbag before like OSG, like time, like in 2018. Like yeah. I was like, fuck, that's huge. Now there's guys shouldering the 120 bags pretty quickly and then moving a 140. You had like three or four guys hit a 190 stone in the 105s, yep. which is fucking awesome. Like that's a big stone, right? Yep. So um, there's some real good promise. Like Those guys moved really well and they were mm. strong with those events. Um, I think it's like the deadlift and the overheads was where like we saw like those static things is where we saw yep. probably like the biggest gap. Overheads kill us in this country. It still does. We're, yeah. get, we're getting better but yeah. compared to other countries. Yeah. That's probably the biggest chunk down. Yeah, it's interesting because like it is country based though too, isn't it? Like, yeah. Um, I think Deck was saying, you know, our, stone, our stones are right. Australians up there. like with stones are like a yoke. Mm. They're like, oh, you know, like it's a four hundred kilo yoke, and like over there, they're like four hundred kilos is fucking heavy. Like that's a yep. really heavy yoke. Where we're like, oh, you're cool, like four four hundred, four fifty, whatever. Um, or like our heavyweights and stuff like that as well, where they're all like, whoa, that's super fucking heavy for yeah. a, for a, uh, a yoke. But then the logs, it's like... <laughs> yeah, most of the 105s have got like, what, 160, yeah, one, 170, well, yeah, 160, top 170, yeah, 100%, like it's just wild. Yeah, a lot of the 90s are like that. Like they're all push pressing like 130, 140. Yeah, yeah. And then the better ones are doing more. Yeah. 
but that's pretty standard. Yes. Whereas here yeah, it's yeah, like across the board. 110, 120? Yeah, 20. Yeah, like Would we saw more the guys. The standard. They were hitting 120s and stuff. Like I think like 120, 130 was probably like the middle group standard. The like, Yeah, like competitive group. Yeah. You know. Which is um, like a weight class down yes. compared to, say, America yeah, or agreed. other countries. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but super impressed. Same with the 90s. Mm. Some great females and stuff. It was a really good comp. Josh ran a great comp. Loved it. Well done. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I enjoyed competing, which is fun. Mm. Like it's good to enjoy competing and go to a comp yeah. like that and have some fun. Um, wrap up for 2022. We'll have to be quick because there's a lot. Yeah. Give us a flyover, like your highlights. Uh, give us a bit of a rundown of like how you felt, like what it, what you thought about the year in total. Um, best moments or best moment uh, and uh, things that you would like to see for next year in group. Um, that's a lot. This <laughs> be quick, uh, but do all this. O- o- Whatever you want, go overall, nuts. Overall, this year was like chaos, but in a good way. Yeah, like everything was new, everything was thrown out, everything was confusing. It was like, what do I have to do to qualify for this? This doesn't qualify. Yeah, I for think that. it's that like finally getting a full year of competitions. Yeah, and like figuring everything out. I think we all thought that there were more athletes keen. At a higher level. Mm, true. We thought people would come back. Yeah. And threw out heaps of stuff. Yeah. At a relatively higher level. Yeah. And a lot of people that probably could have done it and taken that leap into the next level went, it's a qualifier for something else. I'm probably not going to qualify. Yeah. Or some people thought that they needed to be invited to do yep. said qualifiers or said series or anything like that. Sure. Um, or they're like, I'm not going to go and do the other series. So what's the point in doing one? Sure. So I think there was a lot, there's heaps, look at Trials of Hercules, there's heaps of intermediate or whatever level you want to call it, novice, yeah. heaps, stacks. Yeah. And a lot of them could go up and do the middleweight series and yeah. all these other ones. Um, but yeah, I think it all got thrown out there and a lot of people just went, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Because everyone's still relatively new. Yeah. Strong enough, but just new and not confident enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, chaos in that way. In a good way because the last yeah. two years had been nothing. Yes. Better, we prep, to, have, or we better to have more opportunities than no opportunities, right? Well, I think I prepped for three or four comps that just didn't happen. Yeah. Got yeah. got stronger for it. Yeah, exactly. For it's it. never for like nothing, but yeah. But yeah, it is a lot of work without the payoff. Yeah. It is two to three years of just blue balls mm-hmm. just rolling through. Like <laughs> never quite get to the end. It's called strongman edging. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you close and close and close and never give you a comp. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of how it felt. It's exactly how it felt. Yeah. Just well, ruined yeah. every time. Yeah. So, but yeah, finally. But when you finally got a comp, was it really, really good? I can't even remember what the first <laughs> one was. <laughs> Would have just rather do that first yeah. comp, honestly. Yeah, one and done, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the comp. So I went in to watch... Queensland's. Yeah. That's the only one that I traveled for. I went to WA yep. for powerlifting. Yeah. For GPC. But yeah, Queensland was the only one the year before we did New South Wales. Yep. Went and watched that. Um, yeah. All of the comps seemed very organized and like somewhat working together for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of big weekends, which was cool. Because yep. it was all like lumped together along yeah, the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, trying to think how to recap it, to be honest. This is too much. Yeah, I can I can help. You've got notes. Well, no, nah, I don't have notes. I'm not that organized ever. Mm. Um, I'm just going to read the standard submit post because 
<laughs> Mason was down here the other day and he said, we always listen to your podcast and think like, fuck, what's it going to be this time? Mm. Now, total comps, they were at as 20. Total comps under the AS umbrella is 22. Total states visited five. Total countries visited two. Uh, total prize money awarded $34,000. Um, total trophies produced in-house 113. Total comps live streams 13. Total views 448,000. Um, that's in a year. All right, so like 22 comps. Fuck, that's huge. Mm. Like I hate running, <laughs> I hate it, but it's a labor of love. Like, yep. a, a, like five comps a year in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Like 22 traveling around, like that yeah. is an enormous for like one federation. Yeah. That's in Australia, not including other promoters uh, in-house or in-gym competitions, ASA. Yeah. Like that's a massive amount of competitions for people to be able to choose from from a year. So yeah. I think chaos is a great way to explain it in terms of there was a like there was nothing and then we threw out everything, right? Yeah. Like AS was like, cool, let's fucking go. Let's hit this. And like did did Strongman in general, I'm not talking about AS, I'm talking about ASA, I'm talking about Strongman, I'm talking about promoters in other gyms. Did everyone get it right along the way? Like probably fucking not, right? No one ever like, does. No, how can you? Yeah. Like how can you get it right all the time? Especially if you, like there's what, 50 competitions this year in the country. Um, but a fucking huge effort, like a huge effort and a massive year for Strongman. Yep. Just having that amount of opportunities and like anything, uh, opportunities for tweaking, improvement, narrowing de things down to finding a structure that suits our country the best yep. going forward, I think. Um, you know, we started the year with Compound, um, yeah. which was like when we were talking about this before the podcast. Like, that feels like forever ago. Yeah, um, that feels like last yeah, January. Yeah, 100%. So that was awesome. I mean, finishing it with something similarly, like in terms of like Hercules was probably close to like the compound sort of structure. Yep. And now we've got like um, like Clash and stuff like that in January, which will be really cool to sort of like round out that 12 month January to January yep. thing. Um, middleweight series was interesting. Um, you had all the qualifiers and stuff like that. ASM was really well run yep. um, and a great competition as well. Um, ASM format will always work. Yeah. Because you've just yeah, got very 10, 10 yeah. and 10, yeah. or whatever the numbers are. Yeah. Um, Four events per yeah. day. What's going on? I thought it was cracking. Mm. Yeah. A great first year. I think I'm really excited to see the changes and the lessons learned from this year and see how things roll next year. Yep. Um, and I think like a big part of it is just like a bit of patience, like over the next two or three years after – you know, a couple years off and like figuring out where we're at and having athletes actually have a couple of years to like develop. Yeah. I think we'll see like in another two years, a structure that's well suited to the country and a whole bunch of those people have some uh, continuity with like training and competing to sort of building back up to like a, like that competitive level where more people are starting to reach into that top end. Yeah. It's just, yeah, giving them comps and finding out ways to yeah. make them actually turn I, up. And I think the idea behind next year is with having like more regular free-for-all competitions with the novice categories yep. means a whole lot more opportunity for the majority. I think we had a whole lot of opportunity this year. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I think you're exactly right in terms of we thought that there was more people at a higher level uh, ready to come back into the sport and like get behind it or throw themselves behind it, right? Yep. So we, like the higher level, had a lot of opportunity 
and we kind of failed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we kind of like had heavier comps and there wasn't enough people to fill them or there wasn't people strong enough to be able to achieve them. Yeah. Which means like competitive numbers weren't as thick or de as deep as what they could have been. Where I think next year we'll see more targeted uh, competitions for our level. Yeah. And we'll see a whole lot more at the the level where the majority of the cohort is, which is great because the, the, that cohort is going to be the cohort that comes up into the other. Yeah, it'll be essentially the next generation yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there was other things like hoping that people would travel more to do more comps to yeah. qualify for more yeah, things, for sure. and then flights to Queensland and back became ridiculously yeah. like all the flights became expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then everyone's just like, "I'm not traveling." Yeah, so yeah, it's expensive to travel. Yeah. So yep. a few things set up to where people were going to travel here and there when flights were yeah. cheap and yep. then flights are expensive. Hmm. But I mean, huge year. We had lots of people go overseas to compete. Yeah. Heavyweights. Heaps of heavyweights, which is yeah, rare. Which is, yeah, which is huge. There's usually like um, one or two of them. Yeah, so a lot more and like... you don't hear about it. Yeah. One or two go over and do an SCL comp and no one posts about it. Yeah, for sure. No one gets sure. behind them and then they don't have social media. Yeah. So, and everyone's like, oh, this person went and did SCL and everyone's like, who's oh, that? Yeah. And they're like, you don't know that person. You got no respect for the sport and the sport's history. And it's like, if you don't post it, we don't <laughs> yeah, see we're not it. supposed to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a really cool thing. Like people starting to get behind uh, to grow the sport profiles, grow the sport, not just yeah. athletes, but profiles grow the sport. Right. Yeah. So a lot more athletes getting behind like the social media thing, um, marketing themselves or creating a profile within the sport, yeah. which only benefits the sport going overseas and representing the country, which benefits the countries like standing in the sport and stuff like that. I think, yeah. I think an awesome kind of like real proper first year back. Yeah. Um, like this was like a, the first big 12 months of sick, let's rip. And there's a lot of comps. There's a lot of new people coming in the door. There was 80 or something at Hercules. Like yep. uh, heaps of potential. And it's, I think next couple of years will be like a, just a snowball effect in terms of like how we'll see the next couple of years go. Yeah, it's obviously easier to read what needs to be done yep. when you actually have some yeah. amount of like knowledge on where everybody's at. Yeah, 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 100%. It's like a gauging year, right? Yeah. Like, oh, where are we at? Cool. All right, it's like when you program someone for yeah. the first time. It's like, all right, you give me your numbers and you're like, <laughs> when did you hit these maxes? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you can lift yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> like you, the next three weeks of fails, you know, you're yeah. like, what, what, are your, what are your current maxes? Like where are we currently at? Yeah. And let's program around that. It's like, that's what we need with strongman, yeah. like comps. It's like, all right, strongman Australia. We know we thought we were here, but you haven't had those maxes for the last three years. So yeah. <laughs> let's maybe take yeah. a like standing and see where you're at now. And then like, let's program around that for the next couple of years <laughs> and build you back up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I can do this comp. Why, yeah. why do you turn up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. ASI, speaking of ASI and comps coming up, mm. I'm going to get the Lee Shaw Strengths in because Strengths in does know the peoples. Um, I'm not picking winners. I just want... I can't uh, do that. Yeah, I, yeah, you can. You're doing it. You're going to put me on the spot in five minutes. I'll so. either have to pick my athletes <laughs> or I'll be down a few athletes when this comes out. Uh, <laughs> all right. Confirmed athletes in the 64 kilo class, the biggest class so far. Think, Heidi... Yeah. Huh? Biggest women's class or yeah. biggest overall maybe? Best overall. Biggest overall class. That's a first. It's fucking like awesome. 64s were stacked. Yeah. Pre-COVID. I think they look pretty stacked. They were stacked before 73s came in and 73s divided it. If I fuck your last name up, I'm so sorry. Uh, Heidi Humart, Katie Carlisle, Camilla, the champ, 
Josie Jessica. What's her last name? Fucking no Fogginolo. 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 I might have completely uh, got that wrong. I just went yeah. in full confident. Uh, Josie Jordan, Jessica Cameron, Ray Vogler, Cara Lee McKinnon, Megan Lata, uh, Charlie Lendon, Karina Burgess, mm. and uh, Danny Frigerio. Top three. Oh, top three. That's hard. Um, it's tight. That's a good class. Camilla's doing pro show Friday, yeah, right? and then doing that Saturday. Okay, so without that, Camilla would be the favorite, I think, still. But to do the Friday night pro show, all the events mm. at those weights, and then go in Saturday and do those. Well, you're not going to be a hundred percent. So it'll be interesting how taxing that. Plus, making weight Friday morning. Yeah, true. That's hard. Refeeding, then competing Friday yeah, yeah. night, then coming back. Yeah. So it'll be in, that will be a weird sort of handicap as to how bad that is or how easy yeah. that is. Might not matter at all. Um, top three. That's super hard. Like Ray Strong, Meg's coming over from New Zealand. Just She's give super no pers- no specific order. Still we'll can't. There's like, yeah. there's like five but, in there that I'm like. Yeah. Easily, especially because the events are weird. Yeah, that's, that's what also that's ruins also me. Tough. I'm like, who's going to carry a frame the longest? Would and you the just w- like to give me your best bet for number one? Maybe that's easier. No, it's worse. Wouldn't you tell me who you think? <laughs> I think Camilla still. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually can't tell because I've I know the weights because I've got Danny and Meg in there. Yeah, and for most of those women, like the weights are pretty comfortable. They're all really good. Like looking at that, looking at that, um, some list. of those events are going to be so quick. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a really so tight, I really tight can't list. pick, and they're all quick because they're all under sixty-four kilo humans. Lee's being a politician. Seventy-three class. <laughs> mm. M. Smith, Lauren McMillan, uh, Fran von Canning, and Annalise Bevan. You would have to pick um, the one that came second at OSG, right? Yeah, uh, but also still some tight competition there yeah um they're all great for 73s yeah the, all the classes are actually going to be they're really the best fun of watch. the 73s like yeah. would have been good like i've got clients that i'd want there but they didn't get the qualifier yep. and stuff but yeah well, there's only four confirmed so far yeah um 82s megan clark nita o'hara uh m atten sarah halifax red ward hard one i think megan's doing friday night as well yeah very hard one Statically strong, not the quickest. Yep. Lighter, quicker comp. Does make it harder. Yep. Yeah, I find it super hard. Just with those events. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how good anyone is at a block press. Yeah, They could yeah. be terrible. And some people are great at it. The block press is a real spanner. I've seen works, people get like a max block press that was like five kilos off their log. Yeah. PB. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... A name? For 82s? Yeah. Well, I think there's only f- four. Five. Megan Clark, Nita, M, Sarah. I don't think Nita's Red. confirmed. Okay. Oh, no, she's not confirmed. Terrible job reading the list. Who would, <laughs> you, who would you pick? Don't stop putting <laughs> it back on me first and then, <laughs> and then having you say. I thought we were going back and forth. Do you think it's still going to matter, Megan Clark? I think, like, she's going to take out the deadlift. Yeah. Because she's got a massive deadlift. I think she's still going to be strong to get through it. I just don't know how quick. Yeah. 
I don't know how much it'll matter. 82s, is it a weight where you don't have to be as quick as the lighter yeah. ones? It's similar to like 105s and heavyweights. Yeah. They don't have to be as quick as the 80s and 90s. So they can get away with a little bit more. Like it's like right in the middle, right? Yeah, it's um, like if you're still just strong enough to lift the last one and no one else is strong enough, yeah. you can be slow. Open qualified athletes, Nick White, Ali Smith, Katie Blunden, Hinoa Hossman, Ari Mann. That'd be very close. I'm not, I'm not picking that. That's too tight. I've got two people in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, under 80s, he'll be fine picking the men. He's too nice for the girls. Mm. Uh, Carl <laughs> Sherry, Andy Rajivan, Alex Hoskin, Harry Gearson, Ben McManus, Kane Sterling, Vincent Chad, James Polk, Michael Smiths. I don't, and I'm sorry if I've met somebody that's in the 80s before, but I don't know any of those names besides really like Carl. I don't know their performance well enough. And Smitty. Yeah, I don't yeah, know their performance like, well names enough. sound familiar, but I'm yeah. like, I can't remember where I've seen those people. Michael Smith is always a tough one to beat in that, and so is Carl Sherry if he's in one piece. His training has or been looking better. making weight. <laughs> yes. I think he's still above 90 kilos. Yeah, okay. So he's got a long way to cut. He always, he always manages. Yeah. But he always looks like, like death. Well, Smitty is always like Close. right near it. Yeah. Always strong at that weight for sure. And always a great competitor. Mm. Um, 90 kilo class. <laughs> Lee Shaw. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Cruther, Aiden Westrip, Riley Talbot, Chris Redford, Alan Romero, Dylan Phipps, Mark Lawlor, Bat Bil- Matt Bilsma, 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 sorry Matt, uh, Cam Taylor, <laughs> at four attempts, Matt, and it didn't even Matt Bilsma, Bilsma, uh, Cam Taylor. Yeah. Am I meant to pick? I can't say not you. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Lee Shaw, Mark Lawlor for a hit out. But with those events, Cam Taylor, who somehow managed to sneak into the event list, who knows how, um, is a yeah, good... I don't know how. What, what comp did he win? <laughs> I don't know. How did he qualify? <laughs> oh, uh, also, a... Um, Working employee of yeah, yeah. AS. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he managed right, to I've, I've, that. I've already given him shit. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just reading his name there. I was like, hang on a second. What is she? Yeah, Anyways, he's like, I, I don't know how either. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. happy to do the Friday. Here you go. Aaron Jerry Laundry live on TV, um, live on YouTube. Uh, I reckon. People traveled interstate to qualify. With those events, Cam Taylor is a good chance yep. of winning that because a not heavy and he is an excellent competitor. Um, I think still some of those, like like the log, the deadlift and stuff like that. Look, super tough, but Mark Lawlor and yourself, very hard to beat in the 90s in that list. Um, one to look out for. I know this is biased, but Dylan Phipps is very good with his moving events. Yep. Um, his log will be his only detriment in that competition. Great deadlift, good with stones, good moving and stuff like that. I think he will sneak some points away. Um, Marshall Cruther, also great history historically. Yeah, um, quite consistent and quite consistent. So, um, 105s, Nat Wessling, Charles uh, Van, Thomas Lindley Mullins, Kyle Norton, Declan Marvis, Tyler Simpson, Bryce Purton, Harley Hughes. Mm, that's hard. It's a good list. Everyone's 
at a similar level, everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Like I can look at each person and just go, they're going to come down the bottom of this event, but they're probably going to win this event. Do you think Charles got a bad event in there? Um, can't remember what his grip and frame is like. Competitively, he moves, moves I'd almost quick. competitively, I'd almost say like, yeah, he smoked a yoke here. Yeah. Um, competitively, I'd almost say he's the most consistent across all those events. Yeah. I think Charles probably for the win. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, he's gotten exponentially better over the last twelve months from like when he competed at Compound. Yeah. Um, when we did it yeah um, picked up his weaker events yeah i think deadlift like not the strongest deadlifter in no. the bunch but yep. we'll still be towards still that enough top end. still yeah. like still like in that 300 like probably still the top five range yeah definitely which in a deep list is still a yep. good score for a bad event yeah um kyle norton moved really well over the yep. weekend he moved very Kyle's well very consistent and as great well. with stones like yep. very comfortable oh, 190 so he'll make short work of that uh stone run also done. being tall yeah yep. um it's a shame that um, Jason Phelps isn't in there. Yeah. So he's up at Coco's. Yeah. He just deadlifted yeah, three, three, 350 uh, for a double. Yeah. yeah, huge. 350. And he's yep. like 50 years old. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He's jacked. He's yeah. jacked 50 year old. Fuck. Yeah. So it's a shame that he doesn't work for AS. <laughs> and he got to sneak in as well. Because he's actually strong, like he could probably take it out. Like, yeah, he's very strong. Yeah, I he's think very o- strong. Similar thing to what you said, uh, log. Yeah, yeah, log in the overheads would be his hardest. Would be part yeah, because um, he's quite heavy for one hundred fives. Yeah, I think. Who knows for the top three? I think Charles is probably the most consistent across those events, and then you've got a whole bunch of guys that are all at a very similar level. That'll be the comp where you know we talk about. Some days just go your way and some yeah, days don't. Some sure. days luck just kind of falls yep. on your side and doesn't. Yeah. It'll be whoever just has that great day that flows on and they get into this good state. Yeah. And someone else could feel like they made two mistakes mm. and come seventh. Yeah. I think it'll be and very, yeah. very tight. On I totally points. agree. Um, how you piece those, and like I've been big with this with my guys, is like it's not just going to be about like being able to do the event. It's how you piece the event together. Yep. As like, how do you clean and like flow into the press? How do you move to the next stone? Yep. Are you fucking around with that stone in the lap position? Like you can't, you've got to, you're going to have to be efficient with how you do the events. Yep. Um, not just transitioning to the next stone, but like if you spend tw- like five seconds in the lap for a stone, you don't, you're not going to get that in a stone run. Like you yep. need to be able to pull, pop, load, pull, pop, load. Like if you're doing those overhead presses like that, that those first like three reps before you hit the log, make as much time as up as possible. Clean and drive into the yeah, press. Yeah, but you like, can't mistime it and start grinding. Uh, like you can't mistime it and grind it, or you can't like something like the log. Uh, sorry, the block. You can't rush it to the point where like you miss a rep. Yeah, because then like that's the, that's what we're talking the about the right like day. Flip. Yeah, yeah, the right day, right? Even um, the stones, one point four. Yeah, if you hit it low and it just like swings back and, and rotates, you have to push it yeah, up, it'll gash yeah. you out a little yeah. bit too much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, uh, the heavyweights, Jihad, Hank, Dylan, Lockard, Max McCall, Reese Keane, Tiano, uh, Fapoy, mm. Fadi, and Jacob Finity. Oh, Reese Keane's not confirmed. Yeah, that's hard. With those events, Jihad. It's hard for me to not back Dylan. Dylan Lockard's a fucking monster. Yeah. It's hard for me to not back him just with his grip strength, his size. Yeah. He's the person that, like, 
he'll stand next to Fadi and all of a sudden the Northside Giant is going to be like the Northside normal person. Yeah. From the names he, that I he's know. He's big. Big boy. That's yeah, actually he's really a, he's tight. A, he's American. He moved over quite a yeah, few years ago. He's huge. Did like the pro show when he first moved over. But right. yeah, just a monster. He's massive. Um, Jihad, like if I go through this list, because like actually that's a really hard one to pick. Jihad, super quick Hank, and quite Hank strong. Hank up there. Hank, looking fantastic, super strong. But like all, like G had lighter guy, but moves very quickly. Yeah. Like he's a, he's, he's a freight train when he's moving. Um, like Hank also quick, but like really good. Yep. Across the board. He's gotten a lot better. Dylan Lockhart, just an absolute monster. Max McCall in those events, still able to complete all those events and like yep. move relatively quickly. Um, uh, Tiano Fapoi from New Zealand. Not super familiar. He must've come second at New Zealand's yep. longest. Um, which is a, Huge achievement in itself. Yep. If it's who I'm thinking of, he's really, really good. Um, Fadi, great statically, probably not the quickest in that bunch of people though. Um, so I think mm. we'll have a hard time in that group. Not the quickest, hasn't had a great track history with log. Yeah. And like punching them out consistently yeah, yeah, and yeah. effortlessly. Yeah. Like it's always like, I'll strict press it. Yeah. And it always takes more work. Yeah. And so like not efficient. Jacob Finity from the US, confirmed. Um, who I'm not aware of. I know that name. So, look, huge list. I think a really cool comp to go watch. Yeah. Because, as you can tell, like we've just gone through the list and it's hard to fucking pick winners. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. Um, Great. Yay or nay? Oh, yeah. I had a list of yay or nay. He wouldn't tell me what they yeah. are. He wants He wants, He wants. wants to, like, shock me and surprise me and get my uh, on the spot it's opinion. Not a shock. It's just in terms of, like, comps in general. Yeah, cool. So whether you're for it, whether you're against it. Okay. So, cause you know how like SEL in SEL. One elbow sleeve. One elbow sleeve <laughs> and one belt. So anyone that doesn't know if yeah. you go to an SEL comp and you want to wear your matching elbow sleeves, no. Yeah. If you, you have a one. bad elbow, you get one yeah. and you have one belt, no soft belt, no hard belt, yep. no double. Yep. So they do the opposite and go away from equipment. Yeah. 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 Which I like and their weights are more manageable. Yeah. So I like just in terms of like if they're the comp rules then as a competitor it's like the belt clean no belt clean well you should be able to do both yep because it's strong man if a promoter allows belt cleans and you want to take advantage of that great but if a promoter doesn't it's their fucking choice you should be able to complete it without as yep. well it's part of being a competitor like if you, you should be able to do an axle or like a log without your soft belt and just one belt yep. if that's the rules because that's just part of the rules. No so point winning about it. There's a place for both in Yeah, sport. totally. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a little bitch, you go and do the other Yeah, if one, you want the same rules all the time. Do a really, yeah. <laughs> um, straps on deadlifts. Yes. Yes? Yeah, strong. Don't, don't want to get back to mixed grip on no. you? No, 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 no. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Figure eights. Uh, yeah, I don't... And don't say it's about safety because people come out on like all the trend and anadrol in the yeah, world yeah, and have yeah. a heart attack and can't breathe yeah. and everything think, else that goes with it. I think fine. It. I don't like them, but like I think fine for competition. I yeah. I'm not sure about the fi- like the finger tipping thing that it allows. Yeah. So like that's probably the only thing is like you have to actually have the bar in your hand. In saying um, that, people do that with figure sixes. I don't know how. Yeah, they. Yeah, I know. It's they, wild. Well, it's a skill. Yeah, <laughs> they get the right straps and they do it intentionally yeah. and just like drop their hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not over here. I don't see how it helps anyway. It fucking feels like shit. But um, yeah, well, look, absolutely. Figure eights, figure sixes. Don't give a fuck. It's strong, man. You can wear straps. You just don't like the finger tipping. 
Yeah, I just so don't. So like thumb over or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like thumb over maybe. I don't know. Actually, yeah. who gives a fuck? Fingertip it. <laughs> just lock it out. It's <laughs> Trump man. Just lock it out, but yeah. like yeah. this. Yeah. Um, events like the brick carry and the coal shoveling coming back into comp. <laughs> <laughs> you know the back brick carry, the one that um, OD, who should have won World's Strongest Man made him run a lap of like an athletics track with bricks on their back yeah. and John Powell was just away. And they had like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's this big black, he ended up dying the year after. Did he? Yeah. I think it was like a heart attack or something, um, but that was the year that he should have won and they gave him some stupid athletic, it was just a stack of bricks on your back. <laughs> it was, and coal shoveling. Yeah, they had a big coal. pile of coal, they shoveled it into baskets and then they had to carry and the baskets back. They had to carry back. the baskets. <laughs> yeah. uh, that particular one, no. Like I'm all for like weird events and like more endurance based events. I'm I, I like the That's idea. Weird and endurance that those are up there. Oh they tick fuck! The it's box. strong man. Do whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Go for <laughs> it. Shovel coal. Make a shovel coal. <laughs> just go out to Castle Man, and we're just doing work. As long as like yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> as long as we can there. run a strong man Saturday, and everyone has to like carry the plates up to the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, suits. Yeah. All for it? Yeah, fucking oath. Most comms. I don't like it, but I don't, like I don't, personally, personally, I don't like wearing it. I, I yeah. just take the fan out of training for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a strong man, you should be able to wear, I like not all, like I think it's fine to have comps where you say no suits and suits. Yeah. I think it doesn't have to always be suits. I think you can have like a raw deadlift or if it's like a medley or something like that, like no suits. But like if it's a, if you program, if you're in strongman and you program in your competition a max deadlift, you should be prepared to have suits in there. Yeah. Or if you have suits, you just make the weights heavier. Yeah. yeah. Don't give yeah. people stupidly lightweights and say you can throw a suit on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, sumo. No. No? What about Ukrainians? Yeah. <laughs> Ukrainians. Ukrainian barbell. Yeah, Ukrainian barbell deadlift. Is that okay now? Yeah, that's fine. In a suit. Yeah, yeah. Finger tipping figure yeah. eights now. <laughs> Just piecing this together as I go along. <laughs> this is planned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no sumo. It's, I mean, it's the age old thing of like, we just do conventional deadlifts. Yeah. Split jerks. Yeah, absolutely. What about having comps where you just have a strict press? Hard to judge. Yes. But I'd yeah, love yeah, to yeah. see it. Yeah, absolutely. Strict press, like max strict press or like lock it in. Yeah. For sure. I mean, strongman, you can do whatever you want. What about... Um, you can run the competition however you like. You can do whatever fucking event you like. Max Barbell Curl? Yeah, sure. They did that at Leviathan yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a curl comp. Yeah, great. Yeah, Steph was just like, what is this? I'm like, no, it's a thing. Yeah. There's a world record for it. Yeah, and there's totally. standards. Yeah, 100%. I actually don't mind it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just cool. Of course, you look at your fucking biceps. <laughs> they actually can't, they can't lift that much, to be honest. <laughs> they haven't done much for a yeah. while. Um, 24-hour weigh-ins. Yeah, because fuck two hours. <laughs> You do want them. Nah, I, like 24 hours. Yeah, I'm all about 24 hour weigh-in. Um, it's either that or yeah, it's two hours. But I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of comps do a two hour weigh-in just yep. to like mix things up. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean the 105 thing, uh, or like the 90 kilo thing and the 80 kilo. Yeah, I think it would make things really interesting. Yeah. And I think it would be interesting to see where athletes would go if there was two hour weigh-ins. Well, it would just kick me in the ass to yeah, be, your be lighter class. and yeah, diet better. Sure. So yeah. I think we'd all adjust. No matter yeah, what, we would sure. adjust. Yeah. Um, but obviously records, yeah, performances, everything like yeah, that but would be limited. If it was like a two, if if a comp, this is another thing like with motors and like, you can run the comp however you like. Like there's rules, like 
there's no if you're not a federation you're just a gym who wants to run a comp you can run a two hour work. strongman is whatever you fucking want it to be you can run six events you can run six events. events you can run eight events you can run three events if you want you can shovel coal and put them in a wheelbarrow and run them and you can do a suited deadlift and you can do a fucking strict press log max like go for your life funny how you pick those two <laughs> what's that <laughs> funny how you pick those two events <laughs> which two Strict, strict log and <laughs> that's what I said because like we're talking about yeah. it right so like you can do whatever you like you could run two deadlift events you can run you can run four deadlift events mm. just mm. no sumos just only just Tyson no sumos. Will, only Tyson will turn up to the comp <laughs> yeah. that's the problem um PEDs yes yeah don't care nah I mean the alternative is some sort of testing thing that's too expensive <laughs> and ultimately gonna fail anyway yeah look <laughs> yeah there was something that happened in a comp and it was like, uh, whatever. There was like, they had like a joke and it was like um, Victoria's Strongest uh, Natural Male or something like that. They had like a trophy and stuff like that. And I get it, right? Like yep. there's no place to compete if you're natural. And if someone wants to run like a federation, great. But like there's no testing. Mm. If you do testing, it's expensive. Um, and the naivety to think that like in any fucking sport, whether it's sprinting, track and field, athletics, powerlifting, strongman, bodybuilding, if it's not going to sneak into a natural test of federation mm. is ridiculous because it's in every fucking sport. Um, there's no natural Olympics. Yeah. Like there's no trophy for like, huh, I know everyone does it, but like well, you're the actual natural champion. So there was a guy that did that years ago when I first started. He did 80s. Yeah. Um, I think his name, like it was Ant-Man or something, like not who I competed yeah, in yeah, round yeah. three, but somebody else. He went and did, might have been Arnold's Ohio, or like yeah. a big top comp. Yeah. And he came back and made a post about how like he came third or something, but he knows that he is the strongest natural athlete because he knows the other two guys are taking it and everybody just thrashed him. It was just like, did they tell you? He's like, oh no, like I know because of this and this. And it's like, <laughs> where's... Did you do the comp that has a title attached to that? Look, I, 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 I somewhat I'm the, get it. I'm the strongest it, but like, on Albert Terrace. Yeah, yeah. I'm Albert Terrace's strongest man, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I, the guy down the road yeah. is pretty strong. <laughs> I'm the strongest guy under six foot with fucking blue eyes yeah. and tattoos. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I can make up titles too. Yeah, I just... Um, I understand where these people are coming from, but like... like it's you part pick, of the you sport. You sport. picked a sport. Like yeah. that, that if you want to be at the top level, either don't be or do be. Go to Capo or WRPF where you can be yeah, or, or, eighty kilo teen yeah. strongest deadlift with Or just go do powerlifting. Or yeah. start a federation, put your money behind yourself and pay for testing. Yeah. That's the alternative. And no one's gonna do it because there's no fucking competitors. Yeah. And like there's like and most of the time, at most levels, there's probably not anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like intermediate novice comps when you're jumping in there, like it's probably not happening. Yeah. If, like if these people are like, oh, I want to be the best, I want to compete, like, well, the f- sport. The funniest thing I find is the people that opt out or talk about somebody and go, oh, I want to have what they're having or I want to know what they're running because yeah. they're so strong. Oftentimes that person doesn't know what they're really doing. Yeah. And they just dabble. Yeah. And then the person that nobody even looks at is probably going to die in six months is still kind of weak and was just like gun ho from the start. Yeah, I think um, super inconsistent. Yeah, people people overestimate or underestimate what people are like doing or taking. But also, like this is this is something that it's like, also I, focusing on everybody else instead of just just fucking trying training. to get better and focus on yeah. doing what you're doing. You know, it's like yeah. oh, like I just think as well. Not everyone doesn't matter what, but like there's a lot of people 
doing a lot, taking PEDs, training in this sport. You look around the world. Despite that, not everyone's going to be the best. Yeah. People who take the fucking most in the world, like, you know, not most in the world, but like who take more than the best in the world and can compete in intermediate comps. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it really is dependent on the person. Like you're either going to make it or not. Not everyone gets to be good enough to make it because not everyone's both gifted enough or work hard enough and do that yep. to be able to get to the best. Life the is level. very unfair. Yeah, it's, sport's unfair. Sport's not for everyone. It's like I know people that just do some hamstring curls and their hamstrings are bulletproof yeah. and they grow and they get massive. Yeah. When I first started, I just press overhead and that worked. Yeah. Every time I deadlifted, I'd break. Yeah. Some people just take PEDs and blow up. Yes. Some people take them and go, why isn't it magic? Yeah, why, what's, why, what's not working? It's like, unfortunately, you just didn't get the genetic <laughs> gift card. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Sport's not designed to be fair. Sport's supposed to be like the person willing to do the most and genetically blessed enough to be the best. When you put those together, you will be the top. Yeah. Or, you want, have, you want poten- to, or have potential to be the top. You want to watch the Formula One and those cars go around because they either do something impressive or they crash and burn. Yeah. You don't want to watch station wagons race. But also, like even Formula One, like you, <laughs> you don't just get, don't want to watch. You that don't race. get to go to Formula One unless you're born into a millionaire family. Yeah, there's you a don't lot make of, the seat. We talk about that's that not with, fucking um, fair. Wakeboarding, snowboarding. Yeah. There's a lot of sports that if you're not in the middle class, yeah, you don't even get to go on the lake. Yeah, and get behind a boat. So well, that sports out for, for sure. But unless you're in the upper class, like the one percent, like the Formula One, or whether you watch like um, yeah. just a drive to survive or what, like, like those guys, they're talking about how if you want to do the like the kids level go-karting at the highest level and like bridge into Formula One, the sponsorships needed, the money that you need to do that are huge. Yeah, You don't get to jump on the fucking tarmac unless your family's got a million dollars. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? And like then even like you're not going to get a seat of Formula One unless like there's one kid who's, that's a billionaire and runs a race team. So I guess who just gets to go on there. So it's not even you know about I mean? who's genetically not the even best who's the best. Racing. It's like who's the richest? sports unfair. <laughs> like that's how it goes. Anyway, keep going. What's the next one? <laughs> so um, warm ups for comps. <laughs> nah, fuck them. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time you don't get them anyway. Well, yeah, this is the thing that people need to realize because people go, how oh, much? we barely got to warm up and stuff. And it's like, well, that's how it goes. Yeah. Like, so like I see people and people always go, oh, like, fuck, you're like deadlifting from zero to 300 in 10 minutes. And I was like, well, when you go to competition, you're going to have 10 minutes to warm up. Yeah. And then you're going to have to go do that event. So you either got to get used to doing bigger jumps um, or you need to like be quick with how you do it. But you need to be able to prepare your body with as minimal work as possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, yes, you should be able to warm up. It's athlete injury prevention. Yeah. Um, it's important to warm up. But I think that people need to get out of their heads that they get their 30 minutes for each event to warm up and build up to their weight. It's like you should be practicing or training for 10 to 15 minutes of warming up to be able to hit that and execute that event. Yeah, you also have 10 to 15 people on one bar yeah, a lot totally. of the time. And a lot yeah. of people- Bigger breaks. A lot of people aren't friendly with each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, so yes, warm ups, but not yep. as long as what people think they should get. Just overhead events in general? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Strategically pick something. Can we scrap, scrap Monster Dumbbell? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> block press I like, because it's a Mong overhead event. Um, the strict variations, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course, overhead events. Yeah. Um, refing, judging, soft lockouts, easy reps. No. No. Because when you look at like OSG, mm. Consistently over the years, like OSG has been like the quickest, fast paced, like 
consistent judging. Yeah. But very average judging. Like people get the sandbag to shoulder and it's half off the shoulder. Yeah. People with the monster dumbbell, it's kind of like out here yeah. and they still people were snatching the monster dumbbells. Yeah. Because they asked beforehand and they're like, you can. But no one else knew that. So someone came out and just swung it and went like that. Yeah. And that was okay. Yeah. So and you could drop deadlifts and things like that. Yeah, and I know, they always say quick. when I was like, you're when I was there, they said you can't drop the deadlift and then Everyone guys dropped. fucking just drop the deadlift. They're very quick because the judge is standing like 20 meters back. Yeah. So they can't and even be close. Stuff, they couldn't yeah. even explain why you don't yep. get the down call. So yep. I get why it's quick. It makes for a fun comp and a fast comp. Yeah. And it's great. Competing would be so much fun because I'm just kind of here. As I'm locking out, someone's yeah. just gone down, you're good. Yeah. And you know that, so you just race it. Um, but would you I like to see that more or more make people wait? I think fast but strict. You can't have both. Well, you can just like it's to the athlete. That's on the athlete. Yeah, you can lock out fast and just make sure that you're hitting to the standard. So it's right? not it's not fast and quick judging. It's the athlete has to be fast. What's well, the comps? <laughs> yeah, the, the comps fast and quick if the athlete sticks to the standards. Still, generally, uh, no. At OSG, you just get close. Yeah, but like, no. super quick. Okay, so in general, the answer is no. We should yeah. not be upholding like uh, refing standards and like being holding athletes accountable to movement standards. Yep. Always. And if it makes it slower, it Otherwise makes it, it makes it a fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, stones getting set to different heights based on people's heights. <laughs> so everyone Sports does unfair. <laughs> Get uh, some fucking platform bands. <laughs> okay. Squat event. Everybody doing squats to the same height. Sports unfair. <laughs> and go uh, How do you do a stone standard In terms of like height Versus understanding a depth point Hip crease and knee crease A to B Lift the implement from A to B Stone goes from A to B Squat goes from when you unrack the bar To B height <laughs> I feel trapped. <laughs> uh, different events, different rules. <laughs> yeah. Nice cop out. Yeah. Are you a promoter? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's tradition, huh? That's a fucking well done. Well yeah. played. <laughs> Sneaky yeah. little. That's all I got. Yeah, that was really good though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still think squat to depth is like the standard as if it were and like powerlifting or something like that. And it makes it tra more transferable. But it's yes, powerlifting though. But I, underst I understand what you're saying yeah. with the stone thing. That was very clever. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of more. Yeah, I'm sure you will. That's Lee like last night at 11. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get him so fucking good. <laughs> no, that was this morning. <laughs> I, had, I had a list of all like... The normal standard ones. Yeah. And then I was like, what are some like good ones that I can sort of insert along the yeah. way? Try and find some yeah, tri like triggering it. ones. Yeah, 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 that was good. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Have a yeah. happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you for strong man. Say 2023. Yep. Done. Sick. Sick.